before others day, everyone. I think Father's Day is often a time that we can reflect. And as a father, I was reflecting back to the days when I was younger than the young people standing, uh, sitting in the front here, and what Sunday school and church was like at that time. And I couldn't help noticing that church was at 11 o'clock, but Sunday school was at about 10.15. So when you put that together, you had two episodes of Christian education on that morning. Two for the price of one. So what are the qualities of a good father? Will he have great strengths but also weaknesses? Very likely. God called Abraham. He was to have a wild faith adventure. And during the journey, God would make a covenant with him. This led to the birth of the Jewish nation and gave birth to Christianity. He was born in Ur, in Mesopotamia, to idol-worshipping parents. God called him to leave that place to become a nomad and journey to an undesignated place. Along the way, he made mistakes, like lying about Sarah being his wife and engaging a slave girl to father a son who was named Ishmael. At 100 years of age, he became a father to Isaac. In times today, many Christians consider Abraham the father of all who believe in God. And next to Jesus, the next most important Bible character in Christianity. So, why? Well, I've got seven points about the characteristics or the character or person of Abraham. Number one, the depth of his faith and full surrender to God's authority. Number two, his obedience, unquestioning about what God would lead him to do. Number three, an enduring faith, one that passed all testing. Fourthly, established, he established an open line of communication with God. Five, he was a righteous man. Six, he was compassionate. He argued with God to spare Sodom and Gomorrah. And he was hospitable to Lot and other people. It is one thing to have faith and another to have long and enduring faith. As people, we can create a mess where God wants to make a miracle. God keeps his promises and rewards those who follow him. Let's attain to these rewards in the journey that is fatherhood. Thanks, Neil. For those that don't know me, I'm Mark. 
Um, Joy helped me write this because um, I go all over the place when I get involved in statistics and um, all that sort of stuff and no one would understand. Uh, the topic of mine today, uh, little speech, is Are Fathers Necessary? Um, Ephesians 6 verse 4 says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Okay. Now, early in Barack Obama's presidency, he gave a Father's Day speech about the importance of fathers. Then, a female journalist named Pamela Paul wrote an article in response, which was titled, Are Fathers Necessary? Her answers, after cherry-picking some statistics about the alphabet community, was, no, not really, not at all. However, statistics worldwide indicate very differently. In almost every culture, children do better with two parents. That's a mum and a dad, and a lot of cultures have extended families. That would also include grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins. That's not to say that a single parent cannot raise a good child. If you look at an overview in the statistics, one parent household children are generally greatly disadvantaged. But when you dive deeper into statistics, it's not just parenting, it's the resources that are available to them um, that have a difference in making, uh, raising children in a very materialistic society. Single parents who have a good income generally do almost as well as two parents. Uh, I'm looking at American statistics because um, they're really bad. The house is so bad. They are number one in being bad. Um, Australian statistics aren't as bad. They're not, you know, but they're not great either. Um, of the 73 million children in America, 24 million live without their biological father. That's compared to 9 million in China, and 12 million in India, and they have four times the population. Um, but they, China and India, also do extended families. In America, 18 million children live in single parent households. That's 80% mums, 20% dads. Almost half those children, around 8 million, live below the American poverty line, compared to approximately 3 million living below the poverty line in two-parent households. That's 3 million out of 54 million. So two-parent households are doing much better. Because children living below the poverty line are far more likely, far more likely, to be victims or participate in gun violence, crime, have a higher likelihood of ending up in jail and are more likely not to finish school and then have children who will repeat the poverty cycle. This proves having a father at home 
and a mother means children are better provided for, better protected and better educated. And these are the characteristics of a good father, the provision, the protection and education of children and giving them the best advantage in a life. In Proverbs 22, verse 6, direct your children onto the right path when they are older and they will not leave it. It has been said the best thing a father can do is to love their mother. While this is true, it is important to show um, his love for the Lord and teach his children to do the same. Because young boys need a father's guidance to teach them how to control themselves and respect others, especially their mothers and other women. A young girl will look to her father to see how her future husband should treat and respect her. And we as fathers need to be seen at home observing, following God's teaching, meaning no coarse language, that's not just swearing, that's, you know, aggressive. Uh, responsible in your drinking habits, uh, keeping good company, not coming here, reading and talking about God's word, that's what makes a good father. Providing material things in a materialistic world while good is not as important as teaching about God's love and saving grace. This will outlive all else. None of us are perfect, myself included, so this is a challenge for us today. Are we meeting God's standards? If not, how hard are we trying? And let's start today to be the father that God intended us to be. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that we are so blessed to live here in this society. Lord, we just thank you for your many blessings and ask that uh, we would continue to enjoy this day. And uh, amen. No, I don't have the third part of the sermon for you. That was to be done by Anthony, who's not at all well. I don't think he's even walking today, uh, so he's had to pull out. But thank you, Neil and, and Mark, for what you've presented to us. I, I hope we won't leave the building and, and forget about what's been said or, or, or fail to think about what's been said. A number of things have been said that we need to remember and to apply. I, I, I would just like to, to add this, that, that I thank God for a godly father. Um, a, a man who was well known in our little country town as, as a Christian, as an honourable and honest and helpful and community-minded man. And sometimes People in recent years have asked me what's the secret of achieving my age. And, and I have sometimes said, well, I made a very wise choice of parents. And the, what I mean when, the, when they get over that, <laughs> what I usually say is, as a result of having the parents I had, I and the rest of my family were saved from the evils of alcohol, 
drugs, uh, STDs, uh, um, nightclub violence, all those kinds of things were just not a possibility because of both the example and the instruction that we had from my dad and mum. And so I do thank God for that. And I, I trust that your children will be able to thank God for your example and your influence uh, in their lives. Uh, I heard something just this past week uh, from an indigenous father, uh, a man who was very concerned about how things are in some of the indigenous communities. And he said something which he needed to explain. He said, we need more emu fathers. We need more emu fathers. And when they asked him what he meant, he said, emu fathers look after the chicks. The mother lays the eggs. He actually hatches them. And then he, he cares for them for quite a while in the early part of their life. And this Aboriginal father was saying we need more men who will be willing to do that for their kids, to really care for them. A lot of people, a lot of fathers are absentee fathers a lot of the time, and they need the care of their children. Dads, be the father that God wants you to be to your children. Be the example and give the instruction that God wants you to give so that your children will be safeguarded from so many of the uh, perils of life. Uh, I'm going to just uh, ask in a moment, oh, we're going to sing a song uh, and, and during the last verse of this song, and I think the last verse starts with, um, and then one day we'll cross the river. Uh, when, that, when that verse comes up, would the fathers, all the fathers who are present, come and line up here, please, and face the congregation uh, so, that we can, so that we can pray for you as a group. Uh, during the third verse, or during, are there three verses? During the last verse, anyway, uh, of this song, we'll ask the fathers to come forward and, and then I will lead in prayer for you. Thank you. We're going to sing this last song. Lord, we thank you for the thoughts that have been expressed today that encourage us to be more godly fathers. We thank you for these fathers who stand before us this, today and for the fact that they are willing to be known as fathers who seek to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and to be godly examples and instructors for their children. We pray, Lord, your blessing upon each of these men. We thank you for them. We commend them to you. We ask your blessing and your guidance upon their lives so that they might pass this on to their children. Bless them, we pray. And Lord, help us, those of us who have the opportunity of helping them to be better fathers. 
We pray, Lord, for the wives of this congregation, for the children of this congregation, and we pray that you will enable us to strengthen the hand of the fathers so that they might be more godly and, and more encouraging and more upbuilding fathers to their children. Thank you for them, Lord. May your blessing be upon them. And we, we pray for those fathers who uh, are normally in this congregation but who are not here today. Some have gone in, on family uh, events and we pray your care uh, upon them and that they might be a blessing there. And we pray particularly for Canetti and Anthony, uh, both of whom are not well enough to be here today. May your hand of healing be upon them. So thank you, Lord, for all that you have been to members of this congregation through these fathers. Bless them and use them for your glory, we pray, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of his Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen.